Menopause Moment, Brief Conversations, Deep Knowledge. The number one show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Welcome to Menopause Moment. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. This episode is sponsored by Mentera, our CBD, your health. Today I'm talking about hot flashes, what they feel like, what causes them, and some ways that you can manage them or solve them. Okay, what does a hot flash feel like? It's hot. It's so hot. <laughs> it's like a furnace burning you from the inside out. For me, it starts around my heart, in my torso, and it kind of spreads throughout my body. It is different for all women. And this is something that you hear me say on the show again and again. Your experience will be unique. It will be different from everyone else. There will be some commonalities here and there, but you may have symptoms that other women don't have. Other women may have things that you don't have. And the severity and how you manage things and what are triggers will all be unique. That's the fun of menopause. So Katrina McGee was on the show recently. She said that her hot flashes start at the tips of her ears and they spread throughout. So whatever, wherever it starts, your, your whole body gets hot and you kind of just want to rip off your clothes and stand in the middle of an iceberg naked. That's what a hot flash is like. It can be unbearable. Uh, sometimes they're mild. Sometimes I sweat a lot. And it is, again, unique. Now, why do hot flashes happen? Well, experts don't actually know. They think that it is part of the decline in estrogen that causes the hot flash, but it's not low estrogen, it's the decrease in estrogen. But they don't really agree on why hot flashes happen. Now, according to Healthline, some experts believe that when estrogen falls, the hypothalamus section of the brain that regulates your body temperature detects too much body heat. And they theorize that the brain then releases hormones to help lower the body heat, causing your heart rate to rise and blood vessels to dilate to allow more blood to flow through and dissipate the heat. That causes the body to produce its natural cooling method, which is sweat. So that creates the heated, sweaty feeling that's super inconvenient for most of us. Now, not everyone experiences hot flashes in perimenopause and menopause. And for those of us who do, how inconvenient or uncomfortable they are, it varies. So for some, it's very minor and they don't really, it doesn't bother them. For others, it can be a real nightmare. Now, many of the triggers associated with hot flashes are associated with things you ingest like caffeine, alcohol, spicy food, chocolate, smoking, but stress can be a trigger. Obesity is also a trigger. Now we're gonna take a short break for a word from our sponsor, and then we're gonna come back and talk about strategies to help with your hot flashes. For many women, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats, and they can be brutal. Mine kept me awake all night, so I was tired and cranky all day long. I tried all kinds of supplements and CBD oils, but nothing put a dent in my hot flashes. Then, I started using Medterra's CBD oil, and my hot flashes and night sweats were dramatically reduced in severity and frequency, so I wake up less often and get a lot more sleep. Just a dropper under my tongue in the morning and another one at night, and my hot flashes decreased by about 80%. And unlike many of the CBD oils I tried, there's almost no taste to Medterra CBD oil, which makes it a lot easier to take. 
Get your CBD oil at medterra.com today and use the promo code MENOPAUSEMOMENT, all lowercase, for 10% off your order. Okay, we're back. So now we're going to talk about some strategies to help with hot flashes. Now, you all know by now that I love CBD oil for helping to control my perimenopause symptoms. I take it in the morning and at night, and I've also found that different CBD oils work differently. Some didn't make it. I've tried like five different brands. Some didn't make any difference at all. And others, especially the one made by our sponsor, Medterra, work very well. So one of my favorite strategies is also a ceiling fan. Basically, our ceiling fans are on all the time. I have one on right now. I also love a handheld fan. This one I picked up on Amazon. I'll put the link in the show notes for today. And it's really cool because it's got three speeds. It's your regular, minimal, not a bad hot flash, just your average hot flash. Oh, this is for, it's getting hot. It's really, really hot. And I'm dying. I'm burning. Okay. It's really bad. Three speeds. Fantastic. It also is small and it folds up so it fits in my purse. So I'm going to put a link to Amazon so you can get yours. Um, I avoid caffeine, alcohol, spicy food, and chocolate. I don't smoke, so that wasn't an issue for me. But if you do smoke, you should probably stop or cut back because smoking is a trigger for a lot of women for hot flashes. With caffeine, I didn't consume a lot of it before I went into menopause, perimenopause, but I, I don't consume caffeine. There's a little in chocolate. Um, there is also, I take a supplement and in the morning there's a little uh, caffeine in that, but I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea that has caffeine. I don't drink soda. Now I avoid alcohol. I would say 95% of the time, but I'm known to have a glass of wine now and then, or a beer now and then. Okay. And okay. I like a gin and tonic sometimes, but, but I generally throughout my week, I don't really indulge in alcohol either. And spicy food and chocolate, same deal. I just don't really consume caffeine, alcohol, spicy food, or chocolate. Now, I have noticed since I cut those things out of my diet for the most part that when I do indulge a little bit, it doesn't affect me as much as it did when I was having those things frequently. Now, I do recommend that you keep a food journal and a stress journal, and that can help you to figure out what your triggers are so that as you negotiate your path of, okay, what causes hot flashes? You can determine like, does alcohol have an impact on me? Does caffeine have an impact on me? If it doesn't, you don't have to cut it out. Okay. Now stress is a big trigger too. So I recommend that you keep a stress journal and that can help you to see if it does in fact trigger hot flashes for you. And if it does meditation, yoga, relaxation, things like having a me day, those things can really help. And weight loss helps exercise helps. Uh, the research seems to indicate that exercise is a good thing to do to minimize hot flash symptoms. Now, hot flashes can become very unbearable at night when they become what's known as night sweats. These are really bad. You wake up in the night and you have sweat everywhere. Like you're drenched in sweat. Your sheets are drenched in sweat and it's just crazy. Now, I kind of vacillate between having a hot flash, getting very sweaty, and then I get really cold. So I'm constantly putting covers on and tossing them off and my poor husband. Now, there are some great things for the bed, products that are coming out. As soon as I have a chance to try them, I'll keep you posted. Uh, but I won't mention them until I've actually tried them. In the meantime, I keep a ceiling fan running all night long. 
Now it does mean that my husband has to sleep in warmer clothes because he gets cold, but he's willing to do that for the sake of me actually getting to sleep because because I'm tossing and turning all night and throwing covers on and off, my husband has a harder time sleeping. Um, so I have found that one thing that helps with the sleep disruption, because night sweats do lead to sweet sleep disruption quite a bit. I'm going to do a whole other show on sleep disruption because there are other parts of, of menopause and perimenopause that lead to that. But I have found that a good extended release melatonin supplement really helps me to, to sleep through the night. And yet I still want to recommend that you check with your doctor before you take anything that's recommended on this show or any other. Um, now, another thing is I wear breathable clothes. Sometimes I wear no clothes when I'm sleeping. Think about sleeping au natural because that's a nice way to manage hot sweats, uh, hot uh, night sweats. And it's also your, your significant other might really appreciate that. Um, also make sure that your bed is breathable and the, the sheets are cooling. And I am also going to bring a bedding expert on the show to talk about what that means and the best way for your bed to be set up so that you, you minimize your night sweats. I don't want to get too far into that because again, that's a separate issue and I'm not an expert on bedding. So we'll bring someone on to talk about that. Okay. That's about it for today. Do you have a favorite hot flash remedy or a remedy for night sweats that you really like and want to share? Share it in the comments below so that we all can benefit from your experience. Thanks for watching. Flash on.